The night before Jesus died, he sat down with his disciples and he gave them a warning. He said, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus hadn't yet died on Good Friday. Jesus hadn't yet rose on Easter Sunday. But yet he said that truth so strongly because it is true. Jesus has overcome the world. Well, then why did Jesus say that there'll be suffering? I mean, if it is true that Jesus died on Good Friday, taking away the sins of the world, which he has, if it's true that Jesus rose to life on Easter Sunday and destroyed the power of sin, death, and Satan, which he has, then why do we suffer? Why is there suffering in this world? Why did Jesus have to warn his disciples there would be suffering? You know there is suffering. You've experienced it. You are experiencing it. So what is that for you? What, what is your suffering right now? What is suffocating your satisfaction in this life? What is your pain that's going on right now? And when you're in that pain, it's so hard to focus on anything but that pain. But yet Jesus warned us it was going to be here. In fact, when he warned the disciples, he also prayed for them. And he prayed not that they be taken from the world. Jesus prayed not that the suffering be taken from the disciples, but that they be protected from the evil one in this world. So in this world, you will have suffering. So why is it there then? It's so hard to have patience in our lives when we're tumbling around in anxiety because of the unknown and what is known of the suffering that's there. And so God gives you these incredible words. These come from the book of Romans, chapter 5. And God gives us encouragement that since there is suffering, there's purpose behind it. And he says, we also glory in our sufferings. How would you glory in your suffering? Why would you want the suffering? But God says we glory in our sufferings. Why? Because we know that suffering produces perseverance. And perseverance, character. And character, hope. The suffering that we endure in this life is there to give us a reminder that this home no longer is our home. Because this home is broken and sin-saturated, that our home truly is in heaven. And that suffering that's here then reminds us that we aren't whole by ourselves here. We need someone else. We need God to help us and to smooth us out and to give us peace. When I was a kid, it was cool to have a rock tumbler. Do you know what those are? It's this kind of tube or, or cylinder, maybe about this big around and about that long. And it was solid on the end, but open on the top. And you'd grab rocks from your yard or from vacation. You'd toss them in there. You throw in a little grit and a little bit of water and you just turn this rock tumbler on. And you let that thing go for like a day or two or three days and it would just thud and thud and thud around. Probably not fun for the rocks. But at the end of that tumbling cycle and you turned it all off, when you pulled out those once hard-edged, kind of dirty rocks, they were beautiful. They were almost gem-like. The rough parts were gone. They were smoothed and polished because of what they had gone through. God tells us that the sufferings that we endure produce this perseverance. And God has given you a spiritual grit. God has given you the trust that God Almighty is always there with you. And he grows you through it. 
And as we thud up against this world, it reminds us that this world is not our home. And it breaks off our connections to the sins that we want to hold on to. It breaks off our connections to this world that is going to burn and to go away. And it polishes us. It refines us. Through suffering as we trust in God and his love and his forgiveness, God changes you and makes you beautiful so that others see what you go through and how you go through it and want to learn about Christ. The suffering of this world has a purpose and that purpose is to grow you and others closer to Christ. May that give you peace and may that give you patience in what you're going through because you're not alone. God goes with you and he's making you new. Hey, it's Amber L.B. Swenson. You might remember when my podcast, Little Things, was right here on Grace Talks. Or maybe you've never heard of me. Either way, I want to invite you to listen to Little Things, which is now its own podcast. We take a look at little things and little ways that we can change our thinking to know and love God more. So please check out Little Things wherever you listen to your podcasts.